Welcome to the Paper Talk podcast, where we have candid conversations with emerging artists and industry leaders about all things paper flowers. Through this podcast, we hope to continue to share knowledge, connect all this together, and elevate the artistry of each and every one of us. Hello, I'm Quinn Wen. I'm Jesse Chu. I'm Priscilla Park. Our mission is to share, connect, and elevate the paper floral industry. We are some of the voices behind the Paper Floors Collective. Welcome to our podcast, Paper Talk. You are listening to episode 15 of the Paper Talk podcast. Today, our guest is Jasmine Singh, an up-and-coming young paper florist living in South Korea. Welcome, Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. Hello. <laughs> Hi, ladies. We're so excited to have you with us today. It's so exciting to see you. It's been since uh, February. No, April. April. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. Like a lifetime ago. It does. And I feel like so much has happened to you, Jasmine, since you have left the masterclass, you've blown up in South Korea. It's been really amazing to see you blossom and have such a huge following over there. Tell us what you've been up to since you left the masterclass. After I came back to Korea, I was basically very busy with my online class. So I happened to have a contract with an online app in Korea. So I was busy packing all the packages and I was busy doing all the recordings. Yeah, so it's finally all out and now I I'm able to rest. Exciting. I remember seeing your Instagram picture and it was like a huge truck and it was like full of boxes. Yeah. So- <laughs> yeah. Yes, but um, actually I didn't expect that to happen because I'm relatively quite new in this industry and that wasn't planned at all. I was just uploading my stuff on Instagram and one day someone from the app company contacted me and then it just She's so humble. <laughs> let's, let's, let's delve into this online yeah. thing because this online thing is more than just an online course like Teachable that we know here. It's a professional crew coming in, filming her, showing the step-by-step how to do a paper flower. And then she has a, also a community chat room where she contacts with her students. And she, besides doing the online tutorial, she actually sends out package uh, paper and supplies to each of the students in that area to make the paper flowers that is going to be a designated date. Is that correct? Or can they play anytime they want to yes. in the tutorial? They can play anytime at their own free time, whenever they want. They can play anytime. So there's like a couple of chapters that they can they have to follow. So they finish chapter one, they move on to chapter two. So there's a series of a few types of flowers and greens that they can uh, work on. In the final episode, I teach them how to make a simple bouquet out of it. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jasmine, can you tell us a little about, so you're not from Korea, but you're living in South Korea. Tell us about how that experience is for you as a paper floor. It's a little tough in the beginning, but like I mentioned, it wasn't planned. So my initial, no, uh, sorry. So my initial plan was to actually build up my techniques and I just did it as a hobby in the beginning. Well, I've always been interested in arts and crafts since young and I started making different types of things and somehow I got into crepe paper flowers and I was making it and just trying to figure how this paper works and and all and I just posted them online and I didn't expect to be teaching this soon or rather I didn't expect to teach at all. <laughs> People started to be curious and actually it was my husband who encouraged me to do the hashtags in Korean. I sort of like introduced this new craft in Korea. Many people started asking me, do you have classes? 
but I wasn't ready to teach in Korean because as a foreigner, my Korean is not really fantastic. <laughs> I was kind of like nervous and I wasn't prepared for that. So I taught my friends and family and it was quite interesting and fun. So I started teaching in English. I had students coming from Singapore, Indonesia, all the way to Korea to learn. So I was like, wow, this actually works. <laughs> so people, yeah, so people are actually interested in this craft in Asia as well. Because actually a long time ago, probably in the 60s or 70s, Crepe Paper Flowers are is in trend in Korea as well. It just died off. But of course, the flowers aren't as pretty as it is now. The Koreans actually thought it was kind of interesting that, oh, we kind of revived this craft in Asia. I guess because of the online app, I was introduced into this community and people started to find out more about Crip Papers. So they became more curious and they wanted to know more. Well, I guess it was the online class that pushed me into practicing in teaching in <laughs> Korean. <laughs> So, but actually for the online class, I actually spoke in English, but with Korean subtitles. Uh, but I did like my own offline classes in Korean. Initially, I was not confident at all. I was really nervous, especially for the first class, but it went pretty well. Students were, were happy that they could learn some English terms as well. So I guess it's good. It's a win-win situation. Like I get to share what I love, what I like to do, and they get to learn not just flowers, but also English. Yeah, maybe English. you start trying to double because you're offering two uh, skills, you know, <laughs> language and <people> Exactly. <laughs> and also because there are some Koreans who are doing this as well, but we have a very big difference. So it's difficult for me to step into the market because I don't, I cannot write Korean really well. But in Korea, blogging is a thing. They write lots of blogs and they, they talk about their classes and they promote their classes through blogs. So through their writings, people read and they sign up for their classes. So because I'm lacking in that direction, I don't have as many classes as them. But I can see a really big growth in this craft. Since I started end of last year, it has grown into like a big community now. I mean, not many people have learned from me, but from the other Koreans. How do you feel about that? Those Koreans who have learned from other Koreans, they are learning the same thing over and over again. Because um, in Korea, mm -hmm. um, if you learn from a teacher mm -hmm. and from an instructor, you can teach the same thing that they have taught you. You can take their template and learn uh, and oh, wow. teach the same thing. So many, yeah, so many, many mm -hmm. people, they, they have the, how do you say that? Mm -hmm. They have the dream to become an instructor as well. So they, they learn the full, full course with them and they take their templates, their designs and everything. And then they start their own business. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, I grew up in, in Singapore, so... Our culture is really mm -hmm. different. I, I don't quite encourage students teaching the same thing because that makes no difference. So everyone is learning the same thing. Everyone's teaching the same thing. And I feel that there's a lack of creativity in here. So, um, for me, I, I would rather not. I tell my students, tell them that this, you can learn my techniques mm -hmm. and the designs. You can take them as references, but please try not to use the same design. If you want to create something new, I can help you and I can guide you with that. Yeah, so that's what I usually tell the, the students. And they are, uh, some of them, they don't really quite agree, agree with that because that's how it works in Korea. But I guess as a foreigner, I have some advantage. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty different. I would say my style and the way I, I make my paper flowers are 
very much different from them. So that makes me stand out from mm. that community. That's great. I love that you're trying to set a new example of pushing the boundaries and making other students really start putting their personality into their paper flowers. And I think that's what the United States, and I feel like Northern America and Europe a little bit is pushing toward is we do, we're individuals and our flowers are individual, they're extension from us and everyone's going to have different types of flowers. And I love that you're pushing that and just encouraging them to make different flowers instead of replicating the same flower over and over because then the market will be flooded with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Right now, it's actually already like that. <laughs> it's it's like the market is full of the same types of flowers. Even the colors, they are using the same. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, to me, because I used to be an interior designer for over 12 years. So for me, I like to create something that is new and fresh and not something that is boring and, and the same. And oh yeah, and um, I guess I am also different in a way because I use materials that are not just within the country because most of the Koreans, they tend to be getting the same types of same types of materials and to because it is convenient and cheaper to get it locally. I guess they are using just the same old materials. But for me, I like to try new mm-hmm. things, new materials and new tools. I learned a lot from the masterclass. I received a lot of <laughs> new materials and tools from the masterclass as well. So yeah. <laughs> I was wondering, so what, when you say Korean materials. Can you give us an example exactly what that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there are actually locally made crepe papers. There are local crepe papers, but the crepe papers are not as durable and it's very light and it doesn't stretch really well. When you make the flowers, it doesn't stay strong and you know, the cupping doesn't, <laughs> doesn't um, show really well. So the flowers like, oh, <laughs> read this. Yeah. And the colors, the choices are very limited. So that is why Korean, I guess that is also a reason why Korean artists couldn't explore and couldn't express themselves more. And also the materials like glue, glue gun, and wires, everything. They basically have everything here except <laughs> uh, <options. laughs> yes. That's great. I love the fact that you're widening the market a little bit and kind of bringing the, what you learned from the masterclass over to South Korea. It's going to be really amazing to see how the crepe paper flower industry will change in the next few years with students like you spreading the joy of making paper flowers. Yeah, actually, I'm really happy because I see the the joy in their faces when I introduce new materials to them and it uh, I cannot explain <laughs> it it's like wow <laughs> so when you were starting out like how did you hear about paper flowers how did you start trying new materials that weren't available just in your area tell us a little bit about that mm-hmm. um actually as a foreigner in South Korea um I was initially working here full-time as an interior designer and it's tough and it's lonely staying here alone in the mm-hmm. beginning so I took up I picked up a few crafts I I learned many different types of crafts and it was actually baking that introduced me to the art of appreciate uh, appreciating flowers <laughs> so I'm not sure <laughs> if you guys know in Korea there is uh, they are famous for Korean oh, butter yeah. flower cakes. Beautiful. Yeah, so they make really uh, realistic flowers out of it. So I actually learned that and 
I was doing that, I was focusing more on mm-hmm. wafer paper flowers. Yeah. So one day I was just like Googling and finding some images, some references on Google. And I happened to chance upon Crete papers. So that was how I <laughs> dived right into it. <laughs> Because I, I don't really want to waste food. So I was doing edible flowers. I guess crit paper flowers were more... It's easier for me to handle more than edible flowers, I would say. So that's how I actually got to know that's crit cool. flowers. Yeah, that's a... Well, it's... I mean, that just shows how skills can be transferable and interests as well. So then did you start by using yeah. Korean-made product, like crepe papers and materials and such? Um, <laughs> actually, no. <laughs> I, I I found out that Italian papers are also so also available in Korea. So I brought I bought some Italian papers first and <laughs> I couldn't do anything else after that. Because <laughs> it's really different, you know, like Korean papers and China made papers, Asian made papers, they are a little more softer mm. and flimsy, I would say. I can't hold the structure well so yeah so that's how I started with Italian papers and till now I still use Italian papers of course I'm also experimenting mm-hmm. with more variety and different types of papers as that's well that's great yeah so what are the next online classes that you're going to be producing and sending out to the world <laughs> well um, ever since I started the Korean online classes many other foreigners like English speakers they have been like asking me through DMs, uh, online Instagram messages like, oh, do you have classes in English? Oh, how can I sign up for your classes? So I was like, okay, I should try to make classes in English (laughs) for my international viewers, I would say. Yeah, I... I've never thought that I would be teaching this soon because I'm still, for myself, I'm still experimenting and finding my own styles and technique. But, well, of course, um, it's been a fun journey so far. So I And I enjoy sharing what I, I know. So I'm preparing and I guess probably <laughs> by, hopefully, end of this year or earlier, I will be able to yeah, spread the love to people who are in uh, people who <laughs> yeah. speak English. That's great. So tell us, how long have you been a paper florist? Oh, not too long. <laughs> I started end of last year. Yeah, officially. Yes, I I was doing this as a hobby. So like on and off, I was doing it, but I wasn't really like hundred percent into it. So I was like I mentioned, I was working full time. So back then, I just did it like over the weekends. I was just trying out things that <laughs> it's not pretty <laughs> so yeah so um, it, I couldn't get used to the working culture in Korea so I left the job and I started making paper flowers all day long and it was my husband who encouraged me to to start something with it because he sees a potential and I mentioned earlier I'm one of the first to introduce this into Korea so yeah I officially started doing this full-time end of last year that's great. So I don't think we've asked any of our interviewees on the podcast, but you brought up your husband quite a bit. How have your husband has been so supportive of your paper flower career? And what ways have you worked around? Because I, I know you work at, at your house. So how does that, how do you balance the work and life with your husband involved? My husband would always say that he he's the one who does 90% of the work. <laughs> but I wouldn't agree. <laughs> 
he has a full-time job because I, like I said, I'm an English speaker. So I don't, I can speak Korean, but not very, very fluently. And in Korea, service is very important. For the online Korean app, everything is, is in Korean, except my my class. So we have a community that we need to talk and chat with all the students. So whenever they have inquiries, they have questions, they have doubts, or whenever they are showing me their beautiful flowers, <laughs> I have to reply them. So <laughs> this part. <laughs> so it's usually my husband. I mean, like I tell him, I, I will write my reply in mm-hmm. Korean and then he has to correct my grammar mistakes and he does all the corrections for me before I send it out to them. And also for the online class, we need to do our own script for my video shooting and our own class notes. So I did everything in English and we have to <laughs> everything into Korean. Yeah. And whenever, oh, and also the deliveries, he has to do all the callings and he has to contact my, my delivery man. What a great husband. Yeah. Built-in employee, that's nice. Oh, yes, he is. <laughs> um, I have to you know. <laughs> the power team. Uh, yeah, yes. And whenever the the app company that contact me and the contracts and everything, it's all in Korean. So he has to read everything and he has to <laughs> translate it to me and he has to tell me what it is because I'm, mm-hmm. I want to know everything. Yeah, I don't want to start on something without knowing anything. Yeah, I think that that's also one thing that is important to let people who are interested to getting this people who are interested in doing this in doing this as a business so I guess contract mm-hmm. is really a very important thing that they need to understand to really mm-hmm. sit down mm-hmm. and yes. be everywhere it's so important <laughs> yeah because if you miss out anything that's it well it sounds like your husband is supportive not only as a teammate by your side but also full-time job and <laughs> running errands and yeah that's awesome to hear that he's so supportive I mean it's tough to be your own entrepreneur and do everything by yourself, but in a foreign, foreign, quote unquote, country as well. It sounds awesome. Yeah, we have such support. Yeah, well, I guess he has seen me through my difficult times while working in a Korean company, while working in Korea. It was never easy for me. When I first came to Korea, it was really very exciting and happy. Everything was, wow, it's so nice. Every day was holiday holiday for me. But as time goes by, when you start working here and you know the culture differences, it gets tougher each day. So he knows how difficult it is because he has worked in another country before as a foreigner as well too. So he is supportive in a way that he knows that I have to do something by my own and not within the a Korean company. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> he's amazing in many ways. How long have you lived in Korea? And I appreciate that. Yeah, it will be six years wow. in August. Yes. <laughs> I have been here for six years and and I would say that I'm still living it. <laughs> So do you go back to, uh, sorry, Singapore often? I know you teach there. Yeah, actually I do. I go back like once every few months whenever I go back to Singapore. Sometimes I arrange first before I go back. But whenever I'm in Singapore, like friends or friends of friends who are interested to learn from me, I I would like Mm -hmm. a casual class. I wouldn't say like it's like something like what I do in, in Korea. Yeah, it's more casual. Yeah, but there are actually companies who approach me 
in Singapore who would like to do like workshops for mm-hmm. their oh, wow. employees. So it's gonna be like a bigger class. Yeah, I'm preparing. You're just that. taking over, <laughs> taking over all of Asia. <laughs> yeah, I'm still new. I'm still learning as well. So yeah. <laughs> nothing wrong that. with that. We're always learning. <laughs> You know, exactly. there's never a time to be like, oh, yeah. you know, I'm ready to teach. It's as long as people are interested and you have skills that they don't have and you're willing to share them, that's the opportunity to take to teach. Yeah, and I think I'm very lucky and fortunate to have met very nice <laughs> students so far. <laughs> oh, I was interested just to know um, what do people use paper flowers for in Korea? Like, do they ever use them for weddings or is it just decoration or? Before you started, like anybody who buys the flowers, what do they use them for? I don't really sell the flowers. <laughs> so just I'm teaching. Just, yes, I, I'm just teaching. But I've seen other instructors, other people selling the flowers. So because it's relatively new in Korea, I haven't seen them using it for weddings yet. I do see them use it for decoration, especially mm. home decor. Yeah. In Korea, there are many housewives who likes to make their rooms really pretty so so they learn it themselves and they decorate it with their home with the flowers and yeah that is also one of the reason why I went over to to the master class I flew over um, I wanted to learn more about the wedding industry yeah I think it would be a good chance to bring this mm-hmm. into Asia as well I haven't seen much of them use I haven't seen many of them using paper flowers as wedding decorations or wedding bouquets so I think it's a very big opportunity here wonderful thank you so much Jasmine (laughs) it was such a pleasure to have you here with us it was really great to see you again after the master class so thank you so much we really enjoyed having you thank Thank you you so much Jasmine